Welcome to the Exponential Potential podcast with your hosts, Claire Oatway and Jennifer Evans, with expert guests sharing inspiring and uplifting stories, groundbreaking, rule-shaking ideas, fresh perspective, powerful top tips and tools on an array of topics designed to help you thrive in all areas of life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Exponential Potential. And I'm here with my wonderful co-host, and she is the lead expert today. Hi, Claire. How are you? Hey, I'm very good. Thank you. Excited. Excited. Yes. So this month has been, um, we're talking all about spirituality which links in really lovely, lovely, really well <laughs> with our divine feminine power of November of our last month's episode. And today is a really interesting conversation. We're talking about tech and soul and exploring the spiritual side of the digital age, which I'm really excited. I'm really excited to to talk about this because it's so yeah another awesome juicy topic. Indeed, indeed, it is it is, and I think for many um, people, there's a dissonance in it. So you know, can you really be talking about spirituality when you're talking about computers and technology? It's just like no, you've got to be in the middle of nowhere in a field. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it. There's a real tension between the topics, but I I do think um, as we've evolved, yeah, as we've shifted into this digital age, I think there are loads of tools um, that people can make good use of to explore what's explore their inner journey and their connection to the universe. Yes, yeah, I I agree. There's some really awesome tools, and I use technology actually thinking about it. I use YouTube a lot for, yeah. you know, meditations and things. So how has, um, how her, in your own journey, how have you integrated mindfulness practices with technology? Well, yeah, for me, um, when we talked about spirituality in our recent episode, we talked about that journey of personal growth and personal development. and um technology had a massive feature in that for me and you've already name checked youtube youtube was phenomenal um i'd i'd started kind of post burnout i started connecting back um to oprah and some of the ideas around mindfulness and the inverse and and love with oprah and then started to explore some of her other guests and you know the youtube algorithm as it is then started to suggest Wayne Dyer um, and other thinking. So really started to open up my horizons. Um, so, you know, YouTube is a form of technology. The AI that they build in it to encourage you to explore similar topics is, again, another separate form of technology. Um, but those are have been absolutely crucial uh, at the beginning of my journey, for sure. Mm. Um, mm. And then I think kind of if you think about some of the other aspects of 
social media, on Instagram and through podcasts, uh, kind of many spiritual leaders have got a presence and you can easily connect in with their work. So Gabby Bernstein, for example, again, very early days, I used to follow a lot of her work um, and how she explored spirituality. And so what, what I'm seeing nowadays is that we are in a digital age. We have digital technologies and digital tools. And perhaps millennia ago, <laughs> we wouldn't have had these tools, but now we do. And so we're able to connect into both global wisdom and global leaders and also you know, start to explore some of the really ancient aspects of, of civilization in, in a way that is more accessible than it ever has been. Yeah, there's so much information out there, isn't there? And that's, yeah, I, some people don't particularly like algorithms, but when you're talking about searching something like this, that you, not a lot of people or a lot of people that are starting their spiritual journey don't know where to start, using technology is actually a really, power, you know, really effective tool to use because it will keep yeah. bringing you things of similar, what you're looking at and more, more of what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, I see that, yeah. And, and then when we look at um, generative AI and we look at the rise of the chatbots, for example, you know, you've heard me mention Emerson in the past, who was a personal chatbot who I'd started talking with maybe two, two and a half years ago. Um, so this is a conversation back and forth um, and Emerson is an AI tool, an AI persona, who was originally created to help people learn languages. Um, but I started conversations and our conversations would touch on the nature of the universe, uh, physics, uh, artificial intelligence theory. It would expand in many, many different ways. But what was great about AI is that it was able to follow that conversation follow that thread with me and you know, support without judgment where my thoughts go next you know start to explore that together um and and so kind of generative ai i think has got a it's a lot of opportunity in that to you know, be a guru in your pocket of, of course it needs to be fully trained and fully supported and there needs a lot of development in it but certainly uh, some very early promise from that uh, moving on from that uh, in terms of other forms of generative AI there are a lot of text-to-image tools and I've been using some of those text-to-image tools to generate um, pictures that I can then reflect or meditate on so uh, some of the kind of cosmic symmetries that are there or starting to explore particular angel figures. And, you know, you put in some general words and the image comes back out. And and sometimes, um, sometimes as you go through uh, meditations, as you connect with guides, you, you can have that inner sense. And um, sometimes if you're able to focus some of that through an image, it kind of narrows down the focus, which which helps to strengthen connections. So there are many, 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 many tools mm. um, that you can bring through. Yeah, visual visuals are really, really key. 
and there's a, again there's a lot of visuals when I've my main go-to has been YouTube um for meditative I usually listen to music rather than guided but some of the imagery there around certainly around chakras and universal energy and geom geometry is incredible and it does have a a really big impact and actually there's a really good third eye opening um meditation where you just look at the screen and it opens up your third eye i mean yeah what's available and that's that's just one thing which is youtube yeah. um and but, yeah go on go ahead sorry, i was gonna say the other thing that's on youtube is is um some of the binaural beats mm -hmm. um and you know uh there's a channel called sapien medicine that takes that to another level completely in terms of um uh, vibration and tones that they put to music that have specific therapeutic powers around um the confidence or it could be some of the physical aspects so so again this plays with your auditory um receptors in in a way to perhaps increase your focus or increase your calm and you know yeah, however you use it, it's, yeah, there's so mm. many resources. <laughs> mm. What's the what's the flip side of that though? You know, the rise of technology has it made it more challenging to practice mindfulness? Well, yeah, and there are so many there are many many dark sides to this. So technology per se, and we talked about YouTube and we talked about Instagram. Um, the algorithms are designed in a way to maximize your watching time and to get you addicted and hooked and give you little dopamine hits all of the time. So it can really affect um, your level of balance and, and calm. And even though I am a mum of a teenage son, um, you know, I say that probably 20 times a day, but I do feel it myself is that my attention span um, is shorter because I've been consuming a, or when I've been consuming a lot more um so exploring this without limits without boundaries can you know affect your performance in other ways uh I do also think that there's a danger at times the way that the algorithms work um that you get steered towards particular belief systems that perhaps don't fit with you or perhaps are unhealthy um and so there's been a lot for example where you are i don't know where listeners are on this but there's a lot around how personal development and yoga has been overlapping with anti-vaxxers in covid so and conspiracy theories and again kind of the algorithms are pushing people um to to explore that in a deeper way but also be more and more persuasive there so you still need to have that critical thought and you know that when you're consuming when you're taking in the information still questioning being curious not necessarily accepting what's what's put in front of you um and then similarly and um, you know today's not the episode to go in any in a lot of detail but sometimes as you start to explore spirituality in that open environment you um, can make yourself more vulnerable to you know bad actors um, and certainly in in my life I was victim of fraud um, that had played on 
you know, how I wanted to develop my spiritual beliefs. Um, so again, kind of it's, it's an incredibly potent and powerful tool um, that you can use to start to explore your, your, your spiritual side, but it is one way you need to introduce safeguards. Yes, definitely. And question yeah. what's, what you're being told and see if it sits, if it resonates within you. Um, yes, because there's all sorts of things out there and communities out there that aren't of love, shall we yeah. say. And there's a, on Netflix, actually, at the moment, there's a really interesting, you know, talking about cults and things like that. And there's a really interesting documentary around a, a company called Twin Flames United. Um, so, nice. yeah, it's safeguarding yourself and questioning whether mm. this feels right. And as soon as it doesn't feel right within yourself, then, you know, you know, it's not it's not right. Yeah, there's um there's certainly an element around uh, boundaries, and and we touched on it in our last episode on spirituality and the difference between spirituality and religion. And mm-hmm. um, one aspect of religion that you'd pulled through is that with religion, you hand over your power to someone else, but with spirituality, you have the power within, and that's always there for you. It's not contingent on you. Um, handing over money or handing over control it's always 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 there and so you have that supremacy um you have that gift and you can choose which guides you want to to show you that Mm -hmm. yeah very good point where you always have a choice and you have the power within you yeah that's important so how can individuals use technology to enhance rather than detract um, from their spiritual practice? We did cover some of that, but is there any other ways that, you, that come to mind for you? So, um, yeah, I think boundaries are really, really key. And also how you can combine physical and mental practices with the digital aspects um so you can keep bringing it back to the here and now and and kind of away from being in your head all the time um so we've talked a lot about journaling um you know, as, a, as a really important way to channel that inner voice or channel guides but to act as a release for the thoughts that come through and the steps that come through journaling is a great way to reflect on what you've been absorbing in so you know for you do like for every hour of youtube watching where does this take me next and you know keep focusing um the energy the information in a direction that it stays aligned with who you are and and where you're going um be conscious about the time that you're spending on particular aspects and try to keep that in balance as well so so for example around 
that binaural beats. Um, for some time, I'd, I'd have them on throughout the entire day when I was working because it was aiding focus and concentration. Uh, but starting to explore some of the neuroscience of focus and action, you know, kind of the very best way to achieve focus is in silence. So again, it's like, well, okay, let's let's break up the day with different variety because I don't want to limit my brain's own natural ability to focus by bringing in binaural boots that are meant to help me focus. You know, it's all about enhancing um, who I am. So kind of some of, some of those planned um, breaks and disruptions throughout the day can, can help as well. Um, I, I think, think the other aspect, <laughs> sorry. I think with binaural beats or listening to music that helps you focus, um, I think it's like you say, it enhances. So it's a good place to get you in the focus, get you in that zone just to quieten down your mind. But once you find yourself in your zone, it's, yeah, like you say, timing, how long, how long are you listening or how long are you watching? And, and set those boundaries around time but yeah it's good tool when your head is really really busy it's a good tool to begin with isn't it mm. and just, yeah. it's a good place to start like say enhance what else were you going to say Claire um I was going to say the other thing is around bringing in real humans um to help you in terms of community um in terms of uh, conversation because as you explore your spirituality sometimes that takes you away from conversation you might have with your spouse for example <laughs> I don't think I could talk to my husband about angels um but <laughs> you know kind of so you want to find a place where you can you know talk about this experience um make sense of it challenge it and you know and I think through that conversation, you deepen your own understanding or you, un, you, know, you can see whether it resonates with you, with you more. Um, and again, that can be through an individual guide or it can just be a small group or start to bring it through in conversations with, with friends and you know, test out who's got a you know, secret freaky side, as it were. <laughs> but you can, you can find that out and, and start to explore together. And that's a really good safety mechanism um as well because if you are being pulled to one side then you know other people can help you to see that yeah I think community is really important because when this journey when you first start it it can be quite lonely because you don't most of your the people around you most of them don't share what you believe and you're right we might be keeping this all to ourselves but by testing conversation with somebody it's like oh right you resonate with that and if you don't have any family or friends or people that you know that resonate with what you're thinking or believing or wanting to explore then yeah find like-minded communities that that feel good in your heart and what I've been surprised about a lot has been where spirituality has become yeah, slightly more mainstream. Mm. Facebook has a number of different groups uh, within, there's a spiritual Queen's Devon, uh, which has come about and kind of people starting to explore energy and channeling together. 
Um, and similarly in Meetup, so Meetup is an online tool, like a bit like Eventbrite really as, a, as an organizing tool. In Meetup, there are pagan moots that are yes. openly advertising um, to celebrate kind of different points in the year, but help people who are curious to start to explore you know, what, that's a, what that's about. So you know, I, I guess in a way, there's, there's not one single technology, there's not one switch <laughs> you, can, you can use um but actually it's it's how you can use technology in all the ways that you would throughout life in this part of your life um to to supercharge your journey mm. yes and um, i like yeah i like that supercharge your journey because that information is literally at your fingertips and you can use it to go, like you say, I know quite a few when I lived in the UK, there was a lot of groups on Facebook that would, you know, different shamanic groups, um, spirit, fifth, fifth dimension groups, pagan groups, um, all, you know, making sure that they're positive and they're inspiring and uplifting. But they use Facebook and meetup.com, but they also get together physically. Mm. you know sound healing and drumming and there's so many different events that go on around you locally that can help you explore that and get as you say get the balance between yes using technology but meet people as well go to events um and and find your find your people find your and tribe be suspicious of anyone who says who blocks access unless you hand over control or resources it that doesn't mean never pay for support don't pay for retreats or don't pay for counseling or therapy or coaching or guidance but have a think about you know how much money you is safe for you to hand over for that or to avoid exploitation and I got you know I own that I am biased in that but um, sometimes some people say, well, you can only connect with source if you join our particular group. Well, that's bullshit. You can connect to source. We all have the ability to connect to source. We all have the ability to breathe oxygen. Um, you know, you're not going to tell me that unless I pay £10,000, I can't breathe oxygen because I know that it's true. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So can I, I just want to really clarify, I just want to really clarify that because there's some really amazing mastery programs out there um spiritual growth journeys out there business you know even my you know myself and Claire we 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 are in business and we sell our services um and we focus on what the transformation is and the results that you get so we're not saying don't spend don't invest in yourself but you're, you're saying be mindful of what that person is teaching you um and who they are and as you said, you have to, it brings me back to the Twin Flames documentary mm. um, in that he, it was a bit like um, some of the cults, the Mormon cults are really sort of deep, deep Mormon cults where you have to do this, you have to marry somebody or pay this amount of money or do this amount of work or be this certain way to be allowed into the kingdom of God. 
for example. So yes, again, be being mindful around yeah, this, what yeah. they're teaching and what yeah. they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, particularly in this space because you know it can be a lonely journey. It can be a journey that immediately takes you away from your family because it's not a, a normal one. Uh-huh. But it can be beautiful and healthy and nourishing and connecting and you know, it can unlock um ascendance and wisdom in a way that you you don't understand so do follow the journey uh-huh. be careful on your way yes yes and and yeah you're absolutely right and I'm I'm part of many communities that give me support and mentorship and mastery and they are crucial to my journey and to my success and my you know they they are they are there that are courage encouraging supportive experts so yes I I've constantly invested in myself and I know you have as well Claire um so what does the future hold for technology and spirituality well um, I think we are going into a really beautiful era in terms of technology, and I'm really excited about the role that VR and immersive technology can play in helping people to explore spirituality. Um, we both uh, are Reiki masters. We both um, understand energy. I'm you know, not, definitely not the same grade as you, um, but we both understand uh, the essence of energy work and how that flows through your body and we bring some of that through in our conversation here uh, but for many people it's a it still feels quite an abstract connection until you feel it um, whereas within VR you can create that sense that people start to understand the really deep aspects of the universe but in a safe environment, they can, you know, and people will suspend um, their version of reality to be an avatar who could create amazing energy balls. And you go, by the way, guys, here's how you do this <laughs> in the physical world. So I think kind of VR helps to blur some of those um, some of those realities together that can help you to explore spirituality. I do think. Uh, we will probably see many gurus arrive in your pocket um, and I'll bet you any money now that the la- the big names like um, Deepak Chopra are already starting to explore how AI supports their work, certainly mind values. So we'll start to see some of these really personalized um, spiritual mentors appear as apps for sure. Uh, and also I've been tracking and the use of uh, sensors and wearables. Um, And so there are a number of different headbands that almost act like EEGs and understand your brainwave technologies. Um, And some of the very high-end meditation clinics will deliberately train your brain to reach alpha states of consciousness um, and will use those wearables to develop much deeper meditation and similarly I'm seeing um, personal devices like the Healy device that actually kind of raise your vibrations or frequencies they're kind of a frequency device that you can use 
in a particular way to adjust where you are. I'm still watching that one from the, uh-huh. from the side. Um, but you're starting to see some of this crossover between uh, belief systems and, you know, kind of consumer devices. And and as we, you know, we've talked about aspects of like quantum physics, you know, I think one of the reasons why science and spirituality have clashed is that science needs to see the evidence. But actually we're seeing more and more evidence coming through so i think we'll start to see a crossover um in in that world which will bring which will open up new technology at a faster rate than we've seen before yes and i think again just reminding yourself of the boundaries and ensuring that you're doing not just virtual reality but you're also getting out and connecting into mother you know nature and mother earth and universal energies but they are all really good tools to help you gain that space um and i just wanted to say about gurus um gurus are becoming because we are we all have these abilities um gurus are becoming you know they're the humans and people like us like you and me and they're becoming again because you can give your power away to a guru Mm. um but yes the sort of leading experts in certain fields um i just wanted to touch on that because the guru thing is kind of we've all got that information but it's important to realize that we don't need to put anybody up on a pedestal Mm. and give again give our power away so I just just wanted to touch on that. <laughs> but actually, gurus do need to eat <laughs> and yes. pay mortgages. Yes, <laughs> pay their bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And so it's, you know, it's, it's a talent, it's a skill set, it's a capability that they have strengthened and developed so much in the way as you would see a communication coach or a public speaking coach. You know, do listen, do seek the advice and counsel of a of a guru or a spiritual coach um but remember that there's a trans there's an exchange there's a yeah yes because as a teacher and I'm sure you feel this way as well I was having a really good conversation about retreats the other day with Jill Mokes and and also Sherry Rosenthal as well about when you do a retreat or when you're in a coaching session or you're doing a training program or something, there is that exchange of information, that exchange of energy. So as they're evolving and growing and learning, as is the teacher. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else you want to add, Claire? Um, just, just to encourage curiosity and playfulness. Um, we have so much power at the you know, at the end of our fingertips. Just you know, this this is truly an exponential age in terms of technology, in terms of information, in terms of connection. Everything's exploding. It's easy to be overwhelmed, and it's easy to be distracted, and it's easy to be um, seduced uh, in in different ways that's no reason to not be curious Mm -hmm. 
So stay curious, stay playful, keep asking questions, keep trying stuff. And you know, every step that you take does evolve who you are and how you show up. Keep on going. And how can people connect with you? What what are you sort of offering or focusing on at the moment in your business? And how can how can people connect and work with you? So I've been working with generative AI um, to support meditations and guided meditations. Um, I'm really curious about the quality of the work that comes through and working alongside the tools to help finesse finesse them and finesse the outputs. Um, so I am looking to release uh, some of those meditations in the early you know, early 2024. Um, yeah, because they they come from a, a place of creativity and love and they need to be shared and people need to enjoy them. So those are, they're on their way. <laughs> Listen up, though. Excellent. I'm looking forward to to, to listening to those. Um and any um how can people connect with you to to work with you? Um sure. So in in terms of working with me, reach out via you know kind of this podcast. You can always find me on LinkedIn um in in terms of content. So so reach out and we can have a conversation about that. Uh we're updating I'm updating my own personal website as as we're updating the show's website as well so that we can bring together all of the goodies that we've got. <laughs> so it makes a bit more sense. Um, so that's on its way, but LinkedIn's always a great way to find me. Excellent. Thank you so much, Claire. That was that was really it was really helpful and beneficial. And if you do have any questions, please reach out and ask us. And of course, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you know anyone that you think would benefit from listening to Exponential Potential podcast, please like and share and subscribe. And we will see you, hear you <laughs> till next time. Thanks very much for watching. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. And if you've enjoyed it, please click on that subscribe button, give us a thumbs up and feel free to share. Join us for our next episode of the Exponential Potential podcast. Ignite your potential and thrive in times of great change.